brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Mic check, mic check, mic check. Good. Turn me up in the headphones. You good? Are you good? I'm beautiful. You good? I'm good. We're rolling. All right. Welcome back to the Prophetic Podcast, episode three. I'm with two good friends of mine, T and Ben. You don't know T, so T, introduce yourself. Hello, world. My name is T. Um, I'm here to just add my two cents and try to introduce myself to the world and to you guys. That's it? It's two cents? I fuck with that. I, I mean, like that it, it, yeah, it yeah. could be more than two cents, you know? I never really was a speaker, but... About to be, though. Drew told me to come through, so... I asked him, tells me I to asked come. him, he obliged. I'm going to come through. Ben is here, too. Welcome back, Ben. It's been a while. Yeah. How you been? I've been good, man. How have you? I've been good. How good, have been you good. been? Sorry. That's good. That's cool. Fumbling over. Good English works, too. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I've been good, man. Everything's going good. Brandon's not with us anymore. He's going to drop in every now and then. He had some big positive news come up for him and his family, so he's going to take time to do that. And we wish him the best. We will see him soon. Brandon, we appreciate you yes, for the contrib- contribution that you did give. I'm looking forward to meeting you, Brandon. Sir. You still have not met Brandon. I still have not met Brandon. I've heard so many stories. Yeah. So much T knows buckery. Brandon. Yeah. yeah yes, T- I know Brandon. Yeah, T knows Brandon. I'm looking forward to meeting him. He's a you, good dude. Yeah, he's yeah. a good he's dude. A good dude. He's a good dad, too. So he's, he's taking care of dad duties and stuff. So. Gotcha. Anyways, man, so how you been, man? I've been good, man. I've been uh, living my life, uh, taking it one day at a time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How was your trip? uh, The trip to Seattle was great, man. Uh, We went to this little town called Monroe. Um, It was about, uh, it's 53 minutes east of Seattle. So did you get any Seattle at all or you just out there? No Seattle at all. So on the way to the airport, the flight was delayed off the top, right? Not only that. Not only that, before we knew that it was delayed, we got stuck on 121. They shut down the whole fucking tollway, and we were stuck on 121 for Dallas, an Dallas hour and ten minutes. So shitty. Oh, that whoever I it was, it every episode. I almost got, I almost ran somebody over on the way here because she ran around like people were here getting not drive. Straight up, yeah, if you're not from here. the area, they can't drive in Dallas. Yeah, they just cannot. So, but yeah, uh, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it, it went well, man. Uh, I mean, it was uh, challenging, you know. So the it was raining the whole time. One, we just went back in uh, November, uh, the weekend after the tenth. I couldn't tell you the dates. Yeah, I think the tenth was on the tenth was on like a Wednesday or something. But so we went uh, night one. There's a tree down blocking the road access to our house. That was a whole thing. I had to back traffic, down this delayed flight. No, yeah, traffic in Dallas. Yeah, tree downs. That's three things. Uh, we stayed in an Airbnb with no electricity. No Four. Wi-Fi. Four. Well, no, I count that as a, as a good thing. I like that. that. That was the whole reason I got that Airbnb. Ford. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Ford. Yeah. Uh, wood burning, the wood, the firewood we we had there was wet, so we couldn't burn that. Uh, so we had to go buy firewood from Walmart in Monroe, Washington, which is the equivalent of any small town in America. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of me there. Uh, yeah, don't lie. 
It's okay though. I get no, it. honestly, cool, there's a surprising man. amount of uh, people of color there. I would say yeah, surprising this, amount. Yeah, in all, Mon- really. All, in yeah, Monroe, all through yeah. Washington. Yeah. In that, I saw Hispanic people there. I, that was okay, super that, shocked. That I would have been Hispanic more, and uh, Pacific. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I meant black people. Uh, my, yeah. So we stayed in an Italian, or we ate in an Italian restaurant, and I think our waiter was a black person. That's yeah. what's up. So one. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, not, I'm going to catalog all the black people I saw in Monroe, I Washington. Mean, yeah, I mean, hey. <sighs> yeah, no, but it, I mean, it was a diverse town compared yeah. to Texas towns, for sure diverse. That's cool. That's for comforting because sure. that's actually where I want to be someday. So, yeah, yeah. it yeah. is comforting, though. And but, T, T has a connection to Seattle, too. I forget what it's your, your pops. Yeah, my pop stays out in Seattle. So, I have nothing bad to say about Seattle. Um, it's either you can, it's either. You can deal with the rain or not. The rain's the only big thing, but it's a beautiful, beautiful state. I love oh, yeah. it. I stayed out there about three, four years. And like Drew said, I might end up relocating there because it's yeah. one of those places where you can just... I love it. You can have technology, but you don't want it. You get involved with everything around you from the ravines to the trees. So it's a real nature place, and that's what I like about it. I yeah. really like it. When I took my trip there in 2018, I took a solo trip there. Like all my friends went to camp. No, I can't come. Uh, Padre, yeah, yeah Padre, yeah, yeah. yeah, Padre, and so I didn't want to do that, so I went to Seattle and I went by myself and just enjoyed it, man. From like the breweries to the food to just the the scenic, you know, views you get just from mm-hmm. anywhere in the town. You can see mountains and ocean. Uh, everyone walks. It's very like it's not like you see a lot of traffic like you see here. You don't see traffic like that. You just see people walking. Mm-hmm. It's a walkable city, so I saw a lot of people out moving around. It looks like a really healthy city. And people's always outside. Yeah, always and everybody outside. smokes. Yeah, super legal. I noticed that it just smells like yeah marijuana everywhere. It's, yeah, yeah. It okay. Yeah, it caught me off guard because uh, if you feel like it's wrong, but like everybody's doing right. it, so yeah, yeah. See, I was cool. So it also, but it also feels right because you have all those people there, and it just kind of like, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like if you but when you when you've been used to such a like strict state or stuff like that, like when you first see it, it's 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 like uh, I call it like a, a utopia. Like it's you don't see places like that very often. Right. Where everybody's cool. There's not. I didn't see a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. There's not really like a high crime rate either. Like it's it's petty theft and stupid stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's just a different type of city, man. Like I, I fuck with Seattle for real. Yeah. Why do you think people are blowing the brains out all the time there? Uh, lack of vitamin D. It rains a yeah, lot there and yeah. it's cloudy a lot. Yeah. But when it's a sunny day, mm-hmm. it's the best sunny day in the world. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But when it it rain, it does rain a lot. So I always tell people have a raincoat and some tams. But yeah. Besides that, it's cool. You know, it's not, it, it has some crime rate, but that's not like, it's like South Seattle and stuff. It has a little, you know, some crime rate, but I would pick it over a lot of other cities any day. Okay. All right. We can talk about Seattle all day, but what do you want to get to? I'll, t- of- I'll talk to somebody who wants to go first, anybody. There's a lot of stuff we can no, get into. You know what? There's a lot I know of you can go first, but let's let T go first. It's your first, first time. First. Yeah. Let me go first? Let's, yeah, let's let you go first. Yeah, get yeah. your iPhone out. Get your little topics out. I know you got some written down. I know it's something. In so there. we gonna. So today is Thursday. So we gonna start off and just. I'm gonna just say rest in peace to Slim Four Hundred. I don't know if y'all heard the news. And mm-hmm. and Dolph. Yeah, we. I was gonna say Dolph. Adolph Robert Slim was, Jr. Slim just happened today, and rest in peace to um, Young Dolph. Just gotta make sure. Virgil Abloh. Yes. Him too. What happened to Slim? He got killed in L.A. or Inglewood or some area in got shot up like it's still open nobody really knows it's kind of like Dolph's situation mm-hmm. it's open but at the end of the day nine times out of ten is some street shit mm-hmm. right? okay. but wow. do you think that rap is like is the most dangerous profession that you can have right now 
honestly. No. No. In the entertainment industry. No. No. What's more dangerous in the entertainment industry than rap? Porn stars. That's sex. They're not dying. But I feel like if you get dying, diseases it, and it's hard to get But in. that's long term. I'm talking about violent death. I don't think rap. Entertainment? I don't think rap is you don't think the it's most a dangerous, dangerous sport, to play. sport because it depends on what kind of rapper you are. Mm. Because if you look at Jay-Z, he's a very different rapper and a very different age. But he wasn't that far removed from the street, though. True. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I think it just depends on the type of person you are. Because if you get on, you know, you get a record label, you get on, and you're still doing the same shit that you were doing before you got on, then that's different. Yeah. You know, why do you think so many people, like, we can name a bunch of them, like, even somebody like even Nelly or somebody, like, there's people like Snoop. Snoop yeah. is a crip. He's been around for 30 years. But he separated himself. He still goes to his hood, but he separated himself, and that has to be the thing. You have to separate yourself. If you're making millions of dollars, you have nothing to prove to anybody. You may everybody in the hood is trying to get out the hood. So, if you make millions of dollars, what's the purpose of you going back to show that you have means? They're going to see you. But is it the most dangerous profession? I don't think so. Where else can you die faster? Football, basketball, long, long term. That's all long term. That's degenerative. That's that's different. That's brain death. That's that's your brain dying over a course of years. That's your your joints. Uh, bull riding. St- not the same. It is you, the same. You could, you could, I, okay, you could venture to say so mil- military my, my point, my point or here, policing. You could do that maybe. But my, yeah. my point here is that little Dicky is not in any kind of danger. Yes, like I said, yeah. I think okay. it just depends on the rap. Drill which, rap, gangster rap. Okay, then that's a different subject. Yeah, it's that's trap. If we're talking about just shit. trapping and, and stuff like that, then yeah, it's the yeah. most dangerous. So job. what's the other alternative for somebody from that world, though? You adjust, just like we talked about Jay. He adjusted. You have to. You have, but, your mentality has but to even, change. But he was still. But there was a different code that he lived by. They lived. There's a whole different code now. He lived by a different code, right. so he but was able at, to make that transition. But look at, you, I think it's just about what you do, because if you look at somebody like NLE Chopper, he's a he's a a vegetarian and he does he's sustainable and wants to do all this stuff. So I think it just kind of depends on what you're putting out in the earth. You know, like what you put out in the world is what you're gonna get back. If you all you talk about is killing, then you're gonna see that. But if all you talk about is diamonds and all this, then you talk about a different situation. Would you let your kid rap? Yes. Okay, you have white no. you have white kids though. <laughs> no, I <It> wouldn't. Sounds... <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fine. I, I That's wouldn't... fair. I mean, would you let your black kids rap? I wouldn't let my kids rap because that you know, growing up, that was just that was a typical thing. Everybody yeah, either wanted to be yeah. like Michael Jordan or you wanted to rap. So we don't need any more rappers. So I would. I what would, do we need though? We need more doctors. We need more lawyers. We need more people of color in the in the government and, and different things like that. That's what we need. And science, man. In science, God, I'm sorry. It. In science, in science. Shit. But yeah, it, we, but we need more people. Just we need more people than just rapping. And I would, yeah. I wouldn't tell my kids to to rap. So what would you tell them to do? I would tell them to do. See, this is the thing, <laughs> and people are not gonna like this comment, but you have to make two decisions: Are you gonna be a person in this world that's gonna make money, or are you gonna be a person in this world who just settles? And I'm gonna always tell my kids to make money, because at the end of the day, See, if you have, if you have, so this is the thing: if you have all, and this, and no disrespect to you, if you have all of these degrees, like Kanye said on his album, 
oh, you can't, your, your degrees ain't going, you know, you can't sleep with your degrees, they can't do all that. But if you're constantly making money and you're surviving, then that's something you can pass down to your people and the next person, next but person. So if your degree leads you to a place where you can afford to pass things down and you've reached the same goal. Yeah, so, true. So it, it depends on how you apply the degree. And it also depends on what your degree is. Because if I go to like school. Like for us, we have some, like my, my respective discipline is biology, microbiology, physiology, all that crap. His is biochemistry, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And, and what else? Just biochemistry. Okay. So we have respective disciplines in science. So our degrees theoretically would leave us with a job without podcasts or anything else. We still right. have a great fallback plan because of the type of degree that we got. Yes. So true enough, yes, degrees you can't sleep with and keep you warm, but if you get a shitty degree, no offense to any degrees or any yeah, of my no, friends that no got degrees. no offense to no degrees, but, but if you go get if you, a, a you, degree... If you're gonna, I would advise anyone that goes to school, if you're going to do that, just choose something that you can make something out of like that will actually afford you whatever life you're looking for. Yeah. If it's something simple and basic, then do whatever that is that makes you happy. But if you aspire to have whatever it is you want to have or pass on generational wealth, invest, whatever, all those types of things, you might want to get a degree that can afford you to be able to do that. Yes, you getting the degree may change your family lineage forever because it, it did for me too, right? Yeah. But if I don't use it for good to pass on something to my daughter and her daughter and so on and so forth, or if I don't get a degree where I can afford to even do that because some degrees don't really pay you shit, unfortunately. Exactly. I'm wrong. I mean, that's I'm right. not wrong. So you know. Yeah, you, I, I would never tell my kids rap, but I would definitely tell my kids to go to school because I didn't go to college. I went to college to chase ass, and I literally, <laughs> I literally. Oh no! So, I was doing the same no, no, thing. No, 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 get, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I went to college in New Orleans with my partner Slim for about a week. After I got what I wanted, I stopped going. Like my oh, mentality no, no, wasn't. T, you missed. I, I did the same thing. <laughs> I did the same shit. But you're a scientist now. Yeah, but yeah, but it, look how long it took me. It wasn't all me that took me a long time to get my degree. But there was a bit of playing around. True, there, there really was. But there was also other circumstances I'll talk about later on this podcast that kept me from getting further faster. But I would say, yeah, I, I did some of the same dumb shit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you, Ben? Absolutely not. I was a hermit. <laughs> I was in my apartment 24 seven uh, with the book. Just, yeah. No, nobody's going to I was just now, high. It, I was just doing, That's what I was doing. I mean, I was As true as this is, as, tr as true as this is, it's one of those things that people just won't believe because yeah. the world is fucked up. So they're just not going to believe it. Let them not believe. It's all I good. Believe you, yeah. I, I believe you, man. I have believe you. I believe you. <laughs> no, but, I don't know about him. He's lying. He might not believe you. I nah, believe you. No, but, he's toxic. I'm not. I believe you. So, so on, the, trust top, you. on the topic of degrees, uh, do you feel like, would you ever go back to school, T? And do it over or? Not for the first <laughs> reason you went, but for a better reason, like getting a degree. Nah, I wouldn't go. And the only reason I wouldn't go is because. What I, if your company paid for it? I don't. <laughs> so this. Mm, no, this, like what if your company said, hey, we're going to give you the significant amount of money in the form of a raise and a contract if you go get this. See, this is. See, associates this is, or bachelor's so, or whatever, so and this, they pay for it. So I'm at this point in my life where I'm trying to decide, like, I have to. <clears throat> Yeah, I, you're two people. I'm trying to make, I have to make decisions as a black man, but I still make a lot of decisions as a nigga. Don't get a little closer. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, um, with the kids and, and everything I have now, I will go back to school. But if, you know, we talking to my niggas, I don't want to go back to school because it's, it's boring. I don't want to do it. But I'm, I'm, I have to take care of my hey. kids, and that's right. the most important thing. So I will go back for them, but... If I didn't have them, I wouldn't go back because I just don't like that shit. School I don't want you to think that. that we thought it was exciting the whole goddamn time because it wasn't exciting. Shit was 
I walked home crying on the phone with my mom after I remember I think an A and P two test because I thought I failed that shit. I got a good grade in the class, but that shit was stressful. Going through all those classes is not easy. Well, that, that stress you know, is excitement though to you, right? It, it, it no, it is because the end result, you know where you're going for. You well, know no, you, I mean, yeah. but even the low, the low lows are exciting. Yeah, like yeah, if you don't yeah. give a fuck, then it's not exciting. Yeah. So like I get what I get what you're saying. See, like not everybody not everybody is meant to go to school. That's another myth that we fucking perpetrate in this country. And not everybody is gonna figure it out between the age of eighteen and twenty two and be done with their masters by twenty four, maybe a PhD by thirty. Yeah. It's just not it's not mm-hmm. probable. Like it's you not. wish and to be honest, I know you had a better row than I did with school because mm-hmm. it went efficiently. It was what, eighteen to twenty two and you're pretty much done, right? For the most yeah. part. For a lot of people that look like me, school doesn't go that way. Like, right. it's either money, it's either family, it's something going on back home. It might be just not having the discipline to go through school because you weren't formally trained that way. Like, mm-hmm. once you get through it, it's exciting. But, yeah, the road is not that easy. So I don't want you to think I was just having a blast. and I was not having a blast. The lows were cool, but, like, I appreciate it all, and I learned a lot, and I'm still learning things on the back end that I probably should have learned. But that shit was hard. I ain't gonna lie to you. That school shit is it's it's a it's a grind. It is it's a different type of grind. But I will say this: no matter what you do, whether you're a hustler, whether you have kids, no kids, legal, illegal, knowledge is power. Yeah. Knowledge. Yeah. And books give you. If you ever like, hey, I want to make more money, but what do I do? Should I go rob a bank? You know what I'm reading? No, don't go rob a bank. Read a fucking book, like. Everything you need to know no, I'm seriously, is in right book. now what I'm, I'm reading Contagious by Jonah Berger. Like I was sitting at lunch reading this shit today. And this yes. is how I've been this is honestly, and he knows this is how I've been helping myself get more ideas for this podcast idea, like how to diversify and how to make it grow and things. So reading a book, yeah, you're right. Reading books is knowledge. Like it's definitely knowledge for sure. Do you, I know you read stuff too. Like you like to read a lot of things like papers. I know you read like yeah, uh, that's for work, though. Uh, you also read, like, Ted Kaczynski and uh, manifestos. And I highly suggest from, I don't read manifestos, plural, you unless you're talking about Karl Marx or Ted Kaczynski. Oh, I thought you were telling me about the time you were on 8chan or 4chan. Or what, what? Never been on 8chan or 4chan. <laughs> <laughs> These are all lies. I will recommend uh, Industrial Society and its future to everyone listening. Uh, you can find a PDF online. Just type that Tell title them in. what that is, because I, I don't know if they know. So that is a paper written by uh, Theodore Kaczynski, who everyone here knows is the Unabomber, and uh, he wrote this paper after he committed the crimes that everyone knows him for, and he makes some incredibly just potent no, points no, let him in cook. that paper. I see his face. Let him cook. Yeah, yeah he, no. Let, uh, him, let him cook. He's, watch. So uh, um, in summary, I guess, the, the whole paper really just talks about how the Industrial Revolution of like the 1800s changed the way that we live our lives so much that it's caused people to become so that all the technology we've gotten from the industrial revolution our phones this recording equipment the shit that we do for our jobs all of that is a consequence of the industrial revolution and that has limited our freedom so much so much and so i'll give you an example that he provides in the paper um we're talking about uh so think about like a motorized car or yeah a gasoline motor in a car would you say that that gave people freedom or hindered their freedom I would say it gave them people freedom. And why is that? Because you're now you're able to go from point A to point B faster, mm-hmm. with more people, more efficient. Right. Uh, so I would think it would improve. You know, it would, it would. Right. Yeah. And think about the first person who owned a car. Can you imagine that dude like driving by everybody? Fucking. Yeah. Look at all like, these fuck fucking losers. <laughs> but no. Yeah. So so so. Ted says, yeah. In the in the first like you know thirty years or whatever, when we had gasoline, I don't know what he says in the paper. I'm, paraphrasing but he says that in those first years so much freedom 
you know, like you can go all, all the way across the country, but then everyone gets a car and now you can't really walk anywhere. Try walking through downtown Dallas without having to wait for all the cars to pass by. Can't do it no more. You can't yeah. do it no more. Yeah. It's like that with every single, and I don't know about, I haven't and how analyzed much all this. Because who controls the gas station and the gas prices? Right. Now you got to rely the, on gas to go all the way across the, the country. The amount the cars cost and who can get the cars and which cars go to which side of the town that they get sold on and so on and so on. Who controls that now? Now you have the element of control is what he's getting at with that paper. Right. Individual freedom, I should say. So we have more collective freedom, maybe. Yeah, you can make choices to go anywhere you want and buy whatever car you want, but you also have to add all the things that come with that. Yeah. Which leads me to the metaverse. Yeah, man. The death of the human experience is on the way. You realize that, right? I wouldn't call it a death. I would well, say that it's a it's a, a transformation. A, it's a transformation. The death of the human experience as we know it is coming. Like oh. So people are going to be cooped in their houses pretty soon. You realize it. Like, you've seen Ready Player One. Oh, you one. mean like what happened with COVID? Or like, well, worse, because that was by force. This will be by choice. That's the difference. You mean the people that are still working from home that we know? I'm not going to drop any names, but we know people who are still working from home. Yeah, we do know some people that work from home. That's what but what I'm saying is metaverse-wise, I'm not talking about just working from home. I'm talking about everything being avatar-based pretty much. That's coming right. down the pipeline. How do you feel about it? Because you, you just asked him how he felt about cars and freedoms, but now mm -hmm. that's shifting. Right. What do you think it's shifting into, though? It's going to be artificial realities where people go and they can be some dude that's six foot tall with an eight inch dick and fucking eight washboard abs. Which and is exactly why I invested in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. So I mean, my, it, I'm, I'm serious. My girl found an investment for, I won't say what, but she found an investment for, for me and one of my investment partners because I don't, I don't want to, I'm waiting. Hold on okay, a second. Okay. <laughs> so uh, she found us an investment opportunity for, for something that is like, dealing with VR and metaverse and all that kind of shit. And I said, you know what? I'll throw some money at it. Best idea ever made. Yeah. Because I, now, when I look about five years from now, 10 years from now, those are types of things that I want to teach my daughter to do too. When you find these opportunities and you have some a little change, mm -hmm. jump on that, invest in that, sit on it, let it grow, manifest. And when it comes down the pipeline, liquidates, now you have yourself something you can either, if you want to spend it, spend it, or if you want to reinvest it in something else. But her finding that was beautiful because I was like, okay, she's bought into the idea yeah. of generational wealth. Mm -hmm. That's important. So to that point, mm -hmm. what if you just invested? You're going to make all this money. You're going to be able to give your daughter some of that investment. She's going to make all this money. It's it is a beautiful thing. I'm not saying that, that yeah. it's not beautiful. What if your investment does indeed lead to the death of the human experience? Is it worth it? For my daughter, anything's worth it. And I know that sounds crazy, but see, you don't have kids yet, so yeah. you don't know. When you become a dad, it's a different mentality. It just I told you, I, I tell you this all the time. When you become a, a, a dad, man, like something in you just turns on. Mm -hmm. And so the things you might think that you thought might shift, and you have to be ready for that shift. It could be in either direction. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just a thing. When you become a dad, you start to, to view things just a little bit differently. Like, how can I make this kid's life better than mine was how can I give them all the knowledge that I have plus some? How can I stay up to par on everything that's going on in her world, my world? As time changes, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I stay right there with her so I can teach her stuff. Like, those are things you start thinking about. Then you start to think about, well, my own mortality and totality is real. So mm -hmm. what do I do now and how much shit can I get done on this side of the dirt? So when I check out of here... I left her something. I left her a, a template or a blueprint, and I left her financially, hopefully, better 
then I came in. Mm. You know, does that make sense? So it, do, it does, but just you said that you would do anything for your daughter, right? And yeah. anything's worth it for your daughter. Generational wealth is is worth yeah, it for your daughter. Of course. Do you think the slave traders thought the same thing? I don't mm. think that's the same context, though. I get what you're saying, but me investing generationally for my daughter and not I'm not enslaving anybody. I'm not making any work anyone work for me. I'm not whooping anybody. Well, we don't ass. know. We don't know, right? We don't I know what the repercussions are. I, I don't are. own a slave. I don't own anything close to that. Me investing into an investment, a seed investment for a company is not the same as slave trade. I don't uh, it's just not the same. So I'm gonna chime in right quick cuz uh, I want you to go ahead. So I think I think what we're talking about this metaverse thing, I think it's going to turn into like a drug. Mm. Because you got to think about it like this. So right? you to be, let me. Have you seen Ready Player One? Or you haven't? I've seen Ready Player One, and I've seen so, and you other things. So we okay. So I've we're seen okay, other things, cool, right? Cool. So you got to think about it like this. I think it'll turn into a drug because a drug is basically the the point of a drug is for you to use it to make you feel good, and and not in the science world or the you know like just a drug. You're just talking about endorphins. Endorphins, okay, yeah, right? Yeah. So you got to think about it like this: if you're able to have this device where you can sit inside and you can bring it to a person and say, hey, man, you want to have that six-pack abs, you want to be six feet tall, and you also want the sexiest woman in the world, and you're able to sit in your front room and have that happen, that's going to become a drug. And not even take it to that point. Take another person. You want to be able to see that grandma that you lost oh, shit. whatever, how many years ago. Yeah. And, and listen, the thing about it, this is the thing, okay. you can stay in this situation for as long as you want. And in my mind, I'm like, if it's a drug, why not we get something that's going to make you survive where you don't have to get up? You can piss where you at, you can eat where you at, you just going to sit there because if I make that dream that vivid to where your grandma's alive and I turn you to 12 years old and, you, and your grandma died when she was 18, that means if I there's a way that I can keep you in there for all that time and you pay me a certain amount of money, it's a drug. Why would you want to go anywhere else? That's the woman you no, love. You see what I'm saying? So for me, I think it'll turn into a drug, which... Here's a caveat. To that's what 100% if you, what, what's going to happen. But what if you could do all of that and stay in shape? I'm saying this for a reason. I, might, I know I sound crazy, so but what if, if you could do all that and fucking burn and stay, like you could stay in shape? Like you can jump, squat, run... I'm, I'm saying that's that like, because that's, that's what like, we, that is what we invested into, and that is what Ready Player One was based on. So that type of thing is the thing I was talking about. So I think that it, type I of think reality you're talking about is going to exist, and also they're going to make it to where you're not going to die while you do it, so you can just get up and move around just like you're in the video game. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think that's the way we should be headed versus the world where you're just on the couch plugged in. But, but no. it's, a, it's, it's just why, like... Why not? But it's just like everything else. You're going to have that. You'll have that experience where, like, if I have a cousin who wants to battle you as a big Transformer robot, you yeah. can do that. Yeah, But then you're always going to have somebody that's going to turn into, you know what? You don't have to worry about going to get a hooker. It's just all in the mind. I'll bring the hooker to you. You just sit here, and you can have two hours worth of $400. But what if the hooker wants to take a walk? Now you can get on your omnidirectional this, treadmill but, and walk with the hooker. But I mean, what hooker still, wants to take a walk with you? You got to get to or something. Where are you going? How are you going? How are you going to get to the car? It's it's already going to be there. So, so I'm talking about I'm talking about like imagine you sitting in your on your sofa at your house. That wouldn't be that fun. The metaverse is to sit there. And shit if people pieces. would choose to sit or stand, what do you think they would do? Yeah, exactly. Right now, I want if I want the full experience of the metaverse, I want to be active in the metaverse. So you, me, him would want to stand. 
there's a lot of motherfuckers who don't want to sit. <laughs> that's so good. And if we that's and if so we talk about and if we talk about making money from from stocks yeah, and stuff, then you want the motherfuckers that's gonna sit. I know. See, I know. That's but sad. I think that's it's a, I think it's a great idea. I just hope people use it for the positive things and not the negative. But no matter what, you us as humans, to, yeah, it, yeah. that's gonna happen. We're gonna find a dark way to Indef- do it. Indefinitely. But I think it'd be but I think it'd be dope if I can never win skydiving and I could put on something that makes me feel like I'm that'd be awesome. But yeah, I think it'd be dope. Why wouldn't you just go skydiving though? I, I will I will go skydiving. And you I'm gonna wear I mean? a GoPro like, and we're gonna put it on yeah, no, I'm gonna go skydiving. Nope. I'm gonna wear a GoPro. We're gonna put it on online, nope. and everybody's gonna see it. Y'all gonna be on the plane with me. Y'all don't have to jump, nope. but y'all just gonna be on the plane. I'll but hold I'm gonna jump about it. I'll hold no, your you phone. can hold it. Yeah, 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 I'm not going. I said we make a pact right here. All three of us go skydiving. I said we make yeah. a pact that y'all can go, and I'm gonna go with the. <laughs> if, you go with, if you go up in the plane, if you go up in the plane with us, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> no, y'all can go. We y'all, y'all have a blast. Hey, listeners, we are gonna get Drew to come out. Y'all Facetime me from up there, then you know whenever y'all. Phone go black. Well, I just know what time it is. Drew's gonna come. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's not, not no, hell no. <laughs> Moving on. Where y'all want to go next? There's so much to talk about. There man. is, man. This is the first time we've actually sat in a room and talked together. I know it's so been T, such a. T, tell me how you feel about being a dad. You have how many kids? Tell them. Tell them. It's okay. It's okay. Mm. So you don't know. He's thinking uh, about it. As far as I know, it's three. So we go. I'm sticking with three. No, I, I I have three kids. Okay, all right. Um, being a dad is amazing. It's it's good. It's hard. It takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication, especially if you have girls. You know, raising raising a little boy is easier, but raising a girl, you have so much to think about, and you have to raising a raising a kid. Period changes you, but as a man raising a girl, you change yourself as a man. What what is it like? What is it that makes it so difficult? Or like, what do you have to think about? I'm sorry. Everything you have to think about everything. Yeah, everything. That's very general. You have to you have, no. so you have to so you have to think about you have to think about the things that you do and what she's going to pick up. Okay. You have to think about you got to think about how she's going to see you too. How she's going to see you because at some point when you get older, she's going to get older too, and she's going to see you. She's going to hear you. She's going to feel everything you put out into the world. So you mm-hmm. have to think about how you're going to present not only right now. But ten years from now, twenty years from now, after you die, all of that you gotta think about every step of the way. It's not just now. Mm-hmm. It's not just getting her diapers changed. That's cool too, because she's not really gonna remember that. But she will remember from age five, six, seven, eight, nine to on mm-hmm. everything that you did, said, how you treated her mom, the relationship mm-hmm. that she sees y'all have. Yes, that's impactful because you're also setting the standard of how a man or a woman, depending on which way she goes, I, don't, I could care less. But mm-hmm. the person that she's going to be with, you're setting a precedence of how they're going to treat that for how they're going to be treated. So she's going to want to see, okay, this is my template. This is my example. Mom and dad fight a lot. Okay, that might be normal. Mom and dad don't fight a lot. Oh, they communicate. Oh, that's cool. Mom shows dad love. Dad shows mom. Oh, no, they fight a lot. So they see all that. You know what I mean? Because I saw that growing up, too. I saw the I fights. I did, too. And, yeah, I did, too. And, and, you don't and, re- but, no, I, I did, did realize. That's the thing. Oh, like, did you? Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm, it's anecdotal. Like, yeah, who yeah, knows yeah, if that's yeah. everybody. But at the yeah. same time, like, I think, if as long as you do your best, yeah, and sometimes yeah. the best is fighting with mom, you know. And is it, it though? Yeah, man. Are I was you kidding. I would, me? We're human beings, bro. No, we're, I know that, but I'm saying like there's got to be and fighting. It, fighting's a general term. I don't obviously like, don't mean physical like, abuse. Like for like, me, for myself and my girl, I prefer not. Even though she's young and she can't remember, I prefer if we are gonna have a disagreement. I don't like to do it in front of her. I don't want her. Right. To, I don't ever want her to hear well, that's that. Very I know classy. it's now. I know it's impossible you know, unless we have a fucking hundred acre piece of land and my house is 
yay long. Like right. I can't, I can do that. But in the space that we inhabit, at some point it might happen. Mm-hmm. But I just got to try to be respectful, even when we're having those disagreements. That's sometimes it's hard to do, but we do our best to make sure we always stay respectful. Yeah. And if we we've gotten to a good point where if we we do have a disagreement, we'll stop, chill for a minute, and come back to it, and just you know mm-hmm. talk about it for you know. It might not even take. It's gotten to the point where it doesn't even take that long. It might be just a few minutes. I'll chill out. She'll chill out. So we don't do all the rah rah shit, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. So, so T, T you can confirm this with me, man. Uh, it sounds like what y'all are both describing is that kids give you the excuse to be the person that you want to be anyway, right? Because who wants to be fighting with their significant other all the time? No, because if my kid gave me the excuse to be the person I want to be, I <laughs> I don't. I mean, ugh. no, I I wouldn't say that. I would just say like. With kids, you have to be two. You have to have two different lives, and I hate to say it like that because, depending on the person you you are, the person you are when you're not in front of your kids, you can't. You don't want to be in front of your kids. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be fake. But sometimes you have to have two different lives. Like for me, if I'm with the homies, and sudden there's a different lingo, there's a different way I talk than I when I'm with my daughter, and I have to do that because at the end of the day, especially with girls. Girls are going to end up with someone that's like their dad. Mm. Yeah. So if your daughter sees you in this way and you, like, for instance, I had to start putting on my pants more when I was around my daughter. Mm. Just because at the end of the day, whether she's with a man or a woman, I don't, I don't care. I have I to love watch my, my mouth around my daughter. Yeah, you got to watch your I, mouth because they'll just pick it up. And, yeah. and you, don't, you don't want that because you went through that and yeah. you don't want your kids to go through that. So you have to watch everything that you do, even the comments that you make, even if you're in a store and you pick up some candy and open and start eating it because that's what you're used to, they look at that and then they're going to do that and you're going to be like, why are you doing it? Well, I saw you do it. And it's like, she, she watches us, she watches me and her, me and uh, Cindy watch, wash dishes and clean the house every night. She sits there and watches us clean up. She sits there and watches us cook dinner, eat dinner. She watches us watch TV. She Literally, she watches. She's so aware. She watches everything. Mm-hmm. So it's always a battle of, like, okay, let's make sure I'm staying in the moment and staying present and being a good example mm-hmm. in everything I do. Like she did when I was uh, in class this past semester, she sat on my lap for half my homework assignments. Now, she don't know what the hell is going on, but she's sitting there in my arm as I'm doing homework and taking tests. So she knows I'm doing something. And if she starts to see that as a habit, okay, daddy studies, okay, daddy's doing homework or whatever that is. He's right. he's always doing something knowledge-based. Okay, cool. She's going to pick the habit up. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Now, it might not be the exact same respective discipline, but it's the habit that she right. sees. That's what he's getting at. Like, they start seeing these habits that you form, and they'll mm-hmm. try to form them to they'll emulate you. Yeah. 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 Well, I, mean, I hate to double down, but I've, I mean, I'm going to rephrase it, but y- your kids give you an example to be a better version of yourself. Would that work? Because everything you're saying, you want to be a good example. What is a good example? Like I mean, it's like you think of it as a different thing than what you The question is, are. what do you think a good example is? Because you don't have kids. So what do you think a good example is? Uh, I think it's, it's, it's are probably you talking about for me or for like everyone? So same question to you, but you don't have kids. So try to answer without that. Okay. What are you, what are you setting the example for in your life every day? What drives you to be a better bit every day? If it's not a kid, because it's currently not a kid. Right. What in your life is driving you to be a better version of yourself? Just the want to be a better person of myself, a better version Why? of myself. You don't have to. Right. But I, I'm here, right? I'm breathing. True. I have all this time. What, what else am I going to do? Be a worse version of myself? You could. I don't want to do that. We see it every day, and it's, and, and it's lucrative. It works. We see that every day. Look at mass media. It works to be a shitty person and still get paid for it. It works for what? It does, man. If, but it works for what? Monetary, monetary gain. And I know that's not your MO, so that, right. that, that might be a good answer. But, again, what dry, why? What's your why? When you wake up in the morning, what is the why for you? There is no why. 
There's not a why. So you just go. This is all part of Zen Buddhism and Hinduism. As things are the way they are, they're simply as they are. You've been hitting that pin again. I have been hitting that pin. But no, no, and, and I, I don't mean to be like asking. I'm just, I'm curious because yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I felt like for my parents, I was, an ex, I was an excuse for them to be better versions of themselves. See, the thing is. In that, in that like, the things that you, like, and I'm not saying like drinking and driving is a is a bad version. Like everyone's doing what there's, and I'm not even saying there's even really good or bad versions. Honestly, I don't even think there are good or bad versions. I think there's shit to be learned from every single person. Yeah. Uh, but I, when when I see typically, both of you have confirmed this to me, is that people try to set a whatever a good example is for their children. Yeah. And and I think that having children. Without children, some people never get there. They never get to like, I need to improve you myself. You can get there without children. Of course. But I feel like for m- many people, that is the tipping. That's the tipping point. It is. Or, but here's the, here's the other alternative to that. As a, when I was, so I was going to say before I had a kid, I was already on the path of trying to become a better person. I go to therapy. I shout my therapist out all the time. Shout out Crystal. Oh yeah. Well, she'll be here in May. Thank God. <laughs> do a, an interview with us, which is going to be dope. So for mental health month, we got a prize for y'all. So Stick around. You'll hear that. But anyways, I shout her out all the time because she helped me become a better person before I had a kid. Mm -hmm. So the whole time I was single and dating and all that, at some point in that process, I said, you know what? Maybe I should go to therapy because I've been through a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I I haven't unpacked this stuff. My grandmother's an advocate for therapy. My mom's an advocate for therapy. So And they've always encouraged the process because it's helped them through some things, right? So... Before I had the kid, that wasn't my, like, it wasn't, it was never my excuse. Hey, when I have a kid, I'm just going to be a better person. No, I had started that process Mm. because I wanted to be a better person all along. Right. So the therapeutic process is what helped me get there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've been through there. Have you ever? I've never had a uh, therapy session. So I've been going to therapy probably, I've had four therapists in my life. I Mm -hmm. started probably from adolescent all the way up until now. This has been the best one by far, Mm -hmm. but. Going to therapy is what helped me be a better person. So when I started having, when I, I said when I have a kid, I want to make sure I've at least got most of it together. So then when we had the kid, I was already where I needed to be. In, not entirely, but I was a lot further along than I had been. So that was the whole goal. Mm-hmm. Make sure I kind of unpack some of this stuff, filter some of this stuff out so that when I have a kid, I can try to be a better man for her. And from that point on, it's just been an upward trajectory from there. You I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting, man. T, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about therapy? I never had, I never did therapy. Therapy where I come from, you're just going to smoke a blunt and you're going to drink and we're going to get up the but next day and do the shit again. do you think that that's trauma passing on trauma, though? Because oh, yeah, most definitely it is. Okay. I'm not going to say it's not, but it's hard to do therapy because basically Why? because you want me to tell somebody I don't fucking know everything about me. Yes, exactly. And that's not that's not what I was taught. Why? Because I wasn't taught that. Way. Have you ever heard of unlearning? Yeah, I heard of unlearning. I'm gonna send you a book. This is dope ass. But it's hard. But it's hard to do. Just no, like that, no, it is. No, it is. I'm just not like saying that it's question not. He, about him. The only reason I'm a good person is because of my kids. If I didn't have kids, I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't give a fuck about <laughs> nothing. But I have kids, so right. now I give a fuck about everything. I will pick a fucking can up off the ground because I, if I think that's gonna make sure my kids have another year on this earth, that's what it's about. But if it wasn't for my kids, I wouldn't give a fuck about nothing. But now I have kids. Excuse me, you know. Oh, yeah, well, thank you. But what if your kid came to you and said, I want to go to therapy with you? I want to know a different, so, deeper level of so my So we can, get, we can get a little deeper. So I have a 12-year-old, okay. and she's gone through some things, and she wants to go to therapy. 
Um, at the end of the day, if she came to me and she said, hey, I want you to come in the session, then I will go in. What if I wanted you to come in the session? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> no, it's not. It is different because no, I'm doing not. this. So I'm doing this for my daughter, but. Black man and black man, I said, you'd probably have been. So we're from different sides of the track. You're from. New Orleans, highly grown. And I'm from 17. Raleigh, Texas. It's a whole different area. But yes, that doesn't mean we didn't go through a lot, of, probably a lot of the same things. True. If I said, hey, black man, let's go to therapy. Let's just go see what happens. You wouldn't do it. I don't know, maybe. It depends on who the therapist is. Why? Because they... I'm My therapist is a black woman, so... Maybe. What, what's it, what's it, what does it depend on? I don't know, man. I had to think Why about are it. black dudes so afraid of therapy? What's wrong with y'all? Because, bro, it's like you want... You want it's like no, it's, want, it's telling, it's, it's telling to, somebody everything about you and you never tell nobody everything I about you. I think it's the vulnerability that we can't seem to... It's either that or ego, one of the two or both. It's just something we talked about this this week. I got an article about it, but I think it's the ego about it, or it's we can't let go of let can't, we can't let go. We can't give somebody else control. We can't be vulnerable in our own skin and still feel like that man that do, you know, you get what I'm saying. That could be it. I, I mean, I know that, that's it. That could be it. It's so hard for you to break down and tell somebody everything about yourself because what's gonna happen if you do? You gonna know too much. What's too much? But everything. what if you unpack all think, that stuff and then you find a new version of yourself? I think it just depends on. I think it just depends on the. Uh, the. I think it just depends on the type of person it is. Like you said, you able to do that with me. Anybody with me. can do that. It's just you sit down. You're talking to him, and you don't know him. Right. You know me, but you don't know him. Right. True. And you just talk to him about how much shit. A lot of shit. We're okay, then. So what's the difference? If he was charging you by the hour, would it be any different? But it would, because I would only go to a certain extent. And if I can't be 100 with you, then I don't want to But what do if it. I told you that process that I went through brought me to this podcast? What if I told you that without all that, you wouldn't like me as a person? Neither would you. You wouldn't fuck with me. You wouldn't. I was a shitty person. I was. I wasn't I, the greatest person. That therapy stuff really helped me out a lot. Because I was making dumb decisions. It wasn't that I was a bad person. I was just making stupid decisions. It was a lot of times it was selfish. So without that, I don't sit here and talk to y'all. So I would tell you, it probably would help you. Not to say that you should do it or not do it, but I could tell you from personal experience, I love that shit. If my therapist told me she was quitting, I'd be sad, though. I'm, I, I see her all the time. I do, for real. I don't tell y'all. I tell nobody that, but now you know. I go to a therapist quite a bit. I spend most of my benefits card on therapy. Are you chameleon? Man, come on. <laughs> Charlemagne the God. <laughs> if I could ask T, have you ever taken psychedelics before? You should. We should. We should do that and shoot a show. No, I'm, I'm absolutely with, not. Fuck, why? Because. Oh, come on, y'all. When you say, no, when you say psychedelics, like what? Mushrooms, so, man. So, so no, nah, so marijuana mushroom. is a psychedelic. So anything. Oh, yeah. Well, I took a lot of psychedelics. <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms? I'm not going to lie to you. I tried mushrooms. That's It's so much fun. I don't know. I ain't never did no mushroom. You know what about uh, LSD? PCP? So you're getting too far from home. <laughs> you're getting Hell way no. too far from What do you mean? That's that's way off base. What do you yeah. mean? It's that's off base. Yeah, well, yes, it is. Ask them what, tell them what the, what's the traditional drugs for niggas from the hood. Just be honest. Oh, I, I don't mean what's being sold. I mean what's being done, used. Oh, smoking and sipping. There you go. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Sir. It don't get no, yeah. Which is a bad thing for people saying. But I don't, you know. See, Ben, if you come to Rowlett, where I'm from, mm -hmm. Yes, all that shit is going on. Yeah, every last bit of it. XC, Molly, cocaine, all that shit. You is never going take on. a Molly? I mean, well, be, be popping pills. No. Okay. <laughs> I haven't either. I haven't either. Yeah, so no. I got a lot of potters that did and shit, and they, you know, they like to pop and do that shit. But I can tell you mushrooms will make you get very introspective. 
That, that was my, so you can have a one-on-one therapy session by yourself, with a chemical by yourself. I, I, I had myself a nice little shaman to see me through it. And I just got trippy, man. Like the plants started moving in circles and my lamp turned into a jellyfish. And then I got real, real, real deep. And then I started thinking about childhood shit and family stuff and all kind of, all kind of stuff. Man. I mean, I'm, I, I came I, out of it like just enlightened for real. I came out of it enlightened. It's like everything you hear about is. That shit is dope. No, like it's not for everyone. It's not. It's just like school. Okay, no. It's not for everyone. Never mind. No, it's not. Well, no, no, no. I don't want that to sway your Put opinion. it on a pizza and have a blast. That's like That's when a, people yeah. be like, what can I take that? No, but just smoke some weed. It's no, nine times out of ten, you're going to be good. I did, nine I had and like, a half right, out of ten. I had a little bitty pizza piece about that big. Put them on, cut them up, put them on a pizza, ate the pizza, and had a blast. That was it. So I can say that, so you say that uh, without your kids, you wouldn't give a fuck, right? So I wouldn't. if you don't give a fuck, you should be all right. You should be all right. If it, if it was you that just bad, gotta if, not give a fuck. Like if it was that it bad, is. it wouldn't be legal in Colorado. If it was that bad. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not that. Probably not that bad. All right, so just, we'll get you some, and then we'll bring it to the show. We'll. No, we won't. Oh, man, do this. You're one that's an advocate for psychedelics. I know, but I'm an advocate for psychedelics used in the right setting. This is was, not the right setting. That's right. bullshitting. Oh, over well, we could pop in the woods. I'm gonna pop the woods. What's up? We, want to pod in the, we can pod in the woods. woods. We can go back to that little revenant cabin you were in in Seattle, and we could pod in the woods. I'll probably never go back there. I thought that was your shit. It was my shit, but... The boy's out there shirtless chopping wood. He didn't tell you about that? <laughs> I wasn't shirtless. I was oh, definitely chopping wood. I'm all flexing in the mirror. <laughs> you sent me a picture. He has a little gold chain. I was like, what is this he doing? This didn't happen. Yeah, 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 he did. It was two gold chains. His little do-rag gold chain. That shit was clean. All right, what else do I want to get to, man? What else I have, so I'm not, I'm not done. I, I want to keep going with the psychedelic topic. because, okay. Well, just because I want... T... Yes, sir. I don't want you to think that this is a dangerous thing. It's definitely not a dangerous thing. I've probably taken too many psychedelics. The thing is, is that you so have. So should you really listen to him? <laughs> I'm all I'm all talking about Ted Kaczynski and shit. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. This all right, never mind. Keep moving. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you crash and burn. Go ahead. I'm not crashing. We've landed here, my, so we're here. So go my ahead. whole point to you is, don't be scared, but tread lightly. That's the whole point. That's and, your and to the listeners, don't be scared, it. but tread lightly. I respect it. Kids, don't do drugs. Don't listen to your uncle Ben. That's probably ben. a good baseline. Don't do drugs. Don't listen to your Uncle Ben. This is not Uncle Ben from the Rice. This is my white co-host, Uncle Ben. Don't listen to <laughs> it's him. It's Uncle Ben from the Crackers. Oh. Ooh. 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 That's risky. Was it? <laughs> yeah, that's risky. I don't think so. I thought that was a good one. No, I messed with you, man. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. What else you got, T? What else you got on your phone? Anything else? We covered, yeah, we covered, we covered a lot today. I know we did. Yeah, we've been here for a while. I didn't realize how long we've been here this long. Yeah. We haven't even been here long. We've been over an hour already. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about time-wise? Yeah. Well, we were figuring stuff out we'll there for a little out. bit. Yeah. And it really depends on what y'all want to get into. Anything you got? Everything, T. Just send send it over. Man. We, we, we're giving T some practice at this. Go ahead, T. How violent do you think shit's going to get in the next 20 years? Hell. <laughs> That was literally a topic I had too. That's why, is I, that's it? why I was I about the violence. Okay. Because right. I'm listening. Okay. It's about right. the violence right. 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 right You don't think y'all send me the topics? I don't think about them? No. Yeah, true. We, no, we don't really. I didn't think you thought about them. I, I hope do. you do. Well, I, I do. don't know what you think about shit. You might be thinking about Asian porn like last time. This month. That was John, <laughs> I should say. Oh, yeah. I think you. I think in episode two, you said uh, that I watch. Asian? Uh, no, what was it? Man, let's go ahead. Go ahead, T. What were you yeah, saying? Yeah, go ahead, T. Go ahead, T. We'll move on. Yeah, go ahead, man. No, man, I was just talking about the, the new age violence that's going on around. There's a lot of things going on, especially. But is it biblical? You know, there's a lot of people that will say that. You start reading the last couple chapters, it gets kind of wild. 
I just you, think I just think you just ain't think got no money. Natural progression. I just think niggas ain't got no money. But why don't they have money? You don't want. I don't want to get make everything racial and structural. It's, it's post COVID, bro. It's just no, no. In general, right? not not just now. In the, now lin- in the really lineage, I don't want to get into the lineage of us being here. But I, do you understand why we don't have money? We just talked about generational wealth, so we can really get into why we don't have money. Because if if it was done right from the fucking start, we would have so much money we could ride the tide like everybody else with money does, right? Am I wrong? I mean, you're right. I can think of a couple. I can think of several families that ain't worried about where the fuck y'all shoot each other or not. It gets, it goes down, it goes up. If the Dow is cool, if the Nasdaq is, it's a lot of people. A lot of people don't give a damn about that because they got more money and they don't have to worry about that. So why don't we have money and we don't have to worry about that? You think it's gonna get more violent? You said it's because we're broke, but why are we broke? That's the question. I think it's just misinformation. Information is valuable. Information is real value. Misinformation and not passing, like the OGs not passing down knowledge to us and us not passing it down. I think that's a big factor with it too. See, that's where I look at my grandma and my grandpa in two different ways. They they both respectfully did a lot for the family, right? Grandpa got to the suburbs when he passed away. He left a lot of things behind. Grandma's still alive, so who knows? But the thing is, a lot of times when we get out of those situations, we're only thinking about getting out of that situation. We don't really think that far past that because the people before us really weren't thinking that far, even weren't thinking as far as we got. So a lot of times when we get there, we just kind of stop, like we get comfortable. And I've seen that in a lot of my friends' families where they just the families get to the suburbs, a, a, a comfortable place, and that's, that's cool. And then if you look at all the generations around them, they kind of do the same thing. But nobody's really expanding. So then when the tide comes and we haven't expanded and we haven't grown and we haven't built trenches and dug planted roots, we get washed away, right? So then what's the answer? But them being broke is not the root. That's the reason that they're probably committing these crimes, but you got to get to the point, like to the root of it. How did they get there in the first place? That's just the thing. Everybody's not going to want to, everybody's not going to want to go that route. That's why you have the violence. Because right now you got a choice. You can do, like you said, and get knowledge and, Talk yeah. to people. Yeah. Or you can do the shit they're doing right now. But do you think if they had access, because a lot of it's just access. I mean, honestly, no, you, yeah, you right. if you they gave need, people access, they would still choose violence? If we had access and they still had playgrounds and they put more money into the communities, it would be totally different. See, now we get into it. But yeah. that's a, it's, it's something we've been wanting to happen. Like, you know, you it, the funny thing is, when I was younger, and I'm not going to say my fucking age, but... When I was younger... He's 45. No, hell no. <laughs> but when I was younger, you would have playgrounds. You had, like, these little community yeah. centers where right you would help. Playground. Yeah. You know, like, you would help the old ladies out. Yep. My grandma went there. Yep. And you just had the... You just you knew to respect the older... Churches were still... Yeah, the, the churches. Church. You just knew to respect your elders. Even you knew to respect the older now. That's kind of scary, too. Yeah, and yeah. now it's just... None of that shit is sacred anymore. Like, that's, the, that's what fucks up everything. You can't... There's no more YMCA's. The playgrounds got nothing but gangs, and the kids can't play. Yeah. They got to sit inside and play Fortnite and learn about guns and fucking curse each other out and say racist shit. And it's just dumb now. I mean, it's even that King Richard stupid. movie depicted that where Serena and Venus's father had to fight people off the tennis court just so they could practice. Yeah, like it wasn't just, always like that. I remember my mom taking me to with her to the tennis court to practice. And now you're talking about people getting having to fight to get just you know what I'm saying? Like it's just different, man. You so can't. How, so how do you turn, how do you turn the tide? How do you prevent? How do you how do you oh, change what's happening? God. Well, you could say legislation, but legislation doesn't change the heart of man. 
I could change legislation, but I'd also have to change the heart of every company owner, every business owner. There's so many. It's a rooted system that's been going on for so long. Like, how do you untangle that shit? Because it's not just in the banking. It's not just in the finance. It's also in housing. It's also it's in education. I mean, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. How? Like, how do you fix that? All right. You really can't. You like, can. How? You can't is what they want you to think. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm not going to say it. I'm not <laughs> going to say it because uh, I know what he's going to say. So what? you said violence is a is a symptom uh, of all this, right? I knew he was yeah. going there. You know how to fix it. it? I knew it. I ain't going to say I do. I'm not going to lie. Organized, he's, vi- he's, organized he's, violence. He's thinking of like rebellion. Rebellion. I'm not saying that that's what should happen. I'm saying that's what's going to happen. But that's how Haiti got to be Haiti. So that's what's going to happen if we continue yeah. down this trajectory. Yeah, I hope we don't, man. We before all that shit, we just need to love each other. Everybody need to stop fucking all real. this bullshit and just like right now. Real. Right now, everything is fucked up. Everything is color divided, and we just have to stop that shit. But that's I can why also I also remember a time in our lifetime where it wasn't color divided too. You get what I'm I mean, saying? It, it still was because like, we in the South, but it just was in certain areas of certain people. But it wasn't like it, it wasn't like this back in like the 2000s. Yes, it was. In, it wasn't like it. Shit is was now. like this. We just the only difference now they got cameras. Nigga, I'm from New Orleans. This shit been going. I'm talking on. about Dallas. I don't know about New Orleans. I'm this shit, of, it, but this shit been going on. The only difference now is they got cameras on their body cams and everybody got cell phones. But this shit been going on like. For a long fucking time, but now everybody can see what everybody does. Like, soon as you get, soon as somebody get pulled over, it's on, it's on YouTube, a hundred thousand views, and ain't shit happened. They pulled over, got his license, he didn't let them go, and they done went about their business. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just got cameras now. But if they had them back then, so how do you sh- change it? Everybody love everybody. I don't fucking. Yeah, that sounds idea. Uh, that's idea. It sounds but idea. But how but do you think we change happen. it, Ben? I'm not going to say how we're going to change it. I'm going to say how folks are going to change it. How do you think folks are going to change it? And I think certain folks tried to change it on January 6th of this year. Are you talking about the insurrection? I think that was, that's the same type of shit we're talking about. Oh, his little homeboys. That's the same type of shit. Please don't, please, please don't do that. I'm being for real with you. Please don't say that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That shit's not funny to me. Because like, that shit's disgusting to me. I know it is disgusting. I know. But uh, like that kind of organization though. And they weren't even that organized. They were just more organized. They're like, and and who organized them, right? President of the United States. But anyway, right? Like there was a group of people that came together on the Capitol, went inside the Capitol. Can you imagine if they were a little bit quicker and the uh, politicians were still in the the chamber? No, not quicker, darker. That would have been a different story. They wouldn't have have gotten that far. So that's still privilege in itself to even be able to get that far. Yeah. And it didn't change shit. Yeah. So again, you can't change it. Right. Even with that, you no, can't, you, you can change it. I don't think you, you can, can change it. I think we're too entrenched. You know, when I was when I when I when they when they came on the news and that shit was broadcast and it was like it was going on, mm-hmm. I didn't even it it wasn't even it wasn't even surprising. I was yeah. literally just like, oh I, yeah, I was I, waiting I, for it. I was waiting for it. I was like, surprised. I wasn't I was surprised like, by how far they got. Yeah. Look at this people, shit. I wasn't surprised by that at all. Yeah, it wasn't. So I mean. I don't know, man. We we got a lot. We have to we have to figure this shit out, and we got to get it together. Because the, the way I we're don't going, I think it happens in our respective life cycle. I just don't. I think we might be able to make improvements, but you're talking about making a drastic change that's been going on for so before we even got here. Before your parents got here, before your parents' parents got here, it's been here. We can try, but in our life cycle, the best we can do is put down roots and try to change at least around what's around us. I don't know if we can change the whole. The massive scale, I don't know if we can. I 100% agree with you because at the end of the day, no matter if it go left or right, I'm going to fight for my kids, period. So yeah. whichever way it go, 
hey, y'all do y'all, but as long as my kids No, I'm, I'm on that same page. You already know. I, I, tr- I trust that at some point when you have kids, I don't know when that'll be. It could be any time. But I trust that you'll probably be in this, not in the exact same boat, but probably in the same frame of mind, like, okay. Oh, you will I don't be. know how much I can change this That's shit around me, but I can do the best by this person. It, sure. will, it will be. Yeah. So yeah. the reason I'm saying change is an Im- short-term change is not impossible is because it's happened before, right? Like what? Like the American Revolution or the Iranian Revolution, change, if you want to go 40 years but ago. But change for, well, we're talking about, okay, let's just stay on this country. Change for who in this country? Who did that change things for? American, we, white, white men at the time. I, I know no, what you're saying. Yeah, but, but the, over, the overall change we're talking about that has never happened affects people that look like, it affects you too, indirectly, but directly whoa, it's whoa, affected. Whoa, 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 that has never happened. What? Slavery from okay. West Africa was a change. That was a change. I'm talking post 400 years. What's gotten okay. better? Post 400 years, what's you gotten better? You could say better? slavery changed, but it just transformed in the prison system, so it really didn't get better. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I don't, I don't think we can change it. I think you can change it. I think they want you to think you can't change it. I think the fact that people think they can't change it is the reason why nothing's been changed. Like you said, it changed in Haiti. But that was smaller scale. And it's like mm-hmm. a rebellion. That's a, that's a smaller scale. Like we're talking 50 states and how many millions of people. It's tough, man. That's a tough thing to do. I'm not yeah. saying it's impossible. The number of people has made it incredibly difficult. Yeah. And then the constraints that I was referring to earlier about the individual freedoms and the freedom to organize, that has been, especially with Facebook banning groups. I mean, I know it's typically conservative, but still. Like, the fact that big tech can say what groups can organize and which groups can't, like, that's crazy, too. And See, so, got to use tech for, for the advantage it has. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, but tech still has its positives, though. I mean, this is tech. Yeah. What we're doing now is tech. For sure. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm well, not. Well, I'm talking more so like censorship. Like I mean, that, yeah, that but this is, also, this is also uncensored tech. So, it's not always going to be bad. I just think, that, I don't think we can put a dent in it, man. I think it's just, uh, I think it's, I don't think it's a runaway train, but I think we've gotten far gone on that one, though. I think we have. What do you think, T? We stuck. It's a vicious cycle. Ain't shit changing? At the end of the day, there's change and then there's business. So which one takes precedence? Business, business. Is, business is always going over. over so then therefore... Everything is about money. We are, this is America. Everything moves off of so money. So then... So whatever's going to make it money, it'll take a loss. Uh, it'll take an L, but it's not going to take a big fucking L, period. So what if the money changes? I don't like think crypto. The, See, that's a good that's oh, they, no, they, they got us there too. Hell no. No, because you got the big the crypto has big fish just like the stock market does. Mm-hmm. And the big fish are the people that can buy as much as 50 trillion coins, mm-hmm. sit on it, and then when all you idiots come buying at the last minute, the big fish, the, the whales, they get out. Yeah. So that big crash that you just saw recently, mm-hmm. that's the whales pulling out. For whatever reason, if you follow business properly, you'll know why. Mm-hmm. But that's just the whales pulling out. So there's still even within crypto, they still got us. Even though the currency changed, the game ain't changed. The game is the same. The game is the game. Money is going to always take precedence over all that shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it won't change. There's money in every single facet of our life. What We're, if the industrial society changes? In what fashion? It's destroyed. There's still going to be people that have money. No, because you, your money's no good anymore. Now it's food. Now it's now shelter. It's about, now it's about what you have that's not. But what about out. the people that are still sitting on cash? Cash is no good anymore. I know so what you mean. It is until it's not until it is. You, cash still comes back around. There's still some form of currency. You might think it's money, 
But if you are the only one sitting with the cash, mm -hmm. cash is king. You now have all of the power. What if you can grow your cash? Yeah. What do you mean? As food. Like corn. And but if I still got all the, all the money and all the power, there's still the power. There's still power and money. I don't care who you are. Think about how, for how long ago there were, back in the day, there were kings. Mm -hmm. There was only a few people that had mansions and castles and money. Mm -hmm. And then there were the poor people. They right. had food too, but who had the money? Mm -hmm. They had to say so. They had the It's just always been like that since the age of time. It's just been that way. It's, I'm not saying it's the right way to be, but that's what history has proved to us, right? Mm -hmm. So then how do you change it? Well, because in, so in that time, when the, let's say the peasant, right, doesn't have any money, but he has food. There's not also a police officer that's looking at him funny because he's a different color, right? It's typically. I mean, I'm sure that happened, but I'm saying, like, how many police officers were there in this town? Definitely not as many as there are now. I don't think we can change it, bro. unfortunately. I'm, I'm a hopeful optimist that my children or my grandchildren will live in a world where the color of your skin doesn't matter. I'm, ho I'm hopefully optimistic about that, and I, th I don't think— I'm not saying that this should happen, but I'm saying that— it's going to come about from violent revolution. I hope not, man. If we if we if we're on the earth at that time, <laughs> man, I don't want to be. I I prefer not. I prefer not to be around for. That. I don't want to be in a violent revolution. I'm cool. I don't either. I don't I'm think cool, anyone man. does. But I'm I think cool. I'm cool. if you want that change, I cut the head off. We could do it your way with the love and all that shit. With this, <laughs> I hope that. that. I hope that. Uh, and I think drug legalization will lead to that. I think because people stop giving so much of a fuck, stop taking shit so seriously. I mean, it works. We've seen it work in Europe in certain places where they legalize drugs. They give people a certain amount of what they want just to keep the addiction down and keep people from selling. It works, but that is also not a capitalist society. So exactly, it is a capitalist society. What Amsterdam? Not in the way of America. If yeah, it's not, think, it's, not think, it's not American capitalism. It's not American capitalism. America is going to find a way to sell it to you before they go give it to you. They give it to you. You go to a clinic, a designated place, they give it to you. America is going to find a way to sell it to you. That's the difference. And until well, they, even can if they sell it to you, I think it still would be. See, yeah. that's rough because then you got like yeah. Facebook where people are addicted yeah. to like fighting yeah. with each other. You can't do both. Yeah. It's, it's one or the other. You can't have a capitalist country. And dispense drugs for free it ain't gonna work. It's always they want that. the, they want the that. money. Yeah. That's it. So it's that's always what, a double edged sword. At yeah. the end of the day, you yeah. can't too much of anything, and that's that's what we got to come to a realization of. It's, it can't be just. It's always gonna be a double. So it's gonna be a double edged sword. Yeah. Well, fellas, I think we got to it today. You think so? That was meaty. That was meaty. Pause. How, 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 Super pause. <laughs> <laughs> too too oh. many dudes in the roof. Yeah, my bad, y'all. That was deep. rough. You didn't have to count a lot. Yeah, okay, pause again. Pause, pause. God damn it. Hella pause. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get a pause drop just for you. Pause. Shout out, Matt. He's in here. Matt Swain just get the cam pause. Yeah, just yeah. Get I'm gonna the get the pause. pause just, hey, you wanna come yeah. on here and like drop some of your socials and shit? Yeah, right, please do. Yeah. yeah, thank you, man. Good idea. Go ahead, man. What's happening, listeners? It's your boy Matt Swagnew. That's Matt with two T's. S W A E N E W. Y'all listening to the Prophetic Podcast. We lit in here, man. It was a, definitely a it was deep pause. Yeah, it was for, deep. Sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. All right, man. I'll do it for this week. We'll be back with y'all next week. Ben? Cheers. You got anything else? Nope. T? Okay. Always love, okay. man. That's always right. love. So I fuck with that. That's all a good right. message. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right. We appreciate y'all with the Prophetic Podcast. Please like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs>